I'm Frances Robertson Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. Today I'm talking to Pip August and she's worked in the health and fitness industry for over 20 years. After starting her career as a nurse, she decided to turn her focus to health promotion and qualified as a personal trainer and a lifestyle coach. Pip's gonna share her top tips for creating balanced and sustainable healthy eating habits, as well as some insights into what to think about when considering using supplements. So Pip, tell us a bit about the work that you do helping women as a nutrition nutritionalist or nutritional scientist? Well, I'm a um, a nutritionist, Mm -hmm. um, not nutritional scientist, but um, I call myself a nutritionist um, and I'm also a personal trainer. Uh Um, So I I mean, I really, I help people to look and feel better, basically in a nutshell. It's obviously so much broader than that because it depends on who's come to me. Um, I do work with a lot of women who are struggling with menopausal symptoms, you know, sort of coming into that perimenopause pre-menopause, you know, sort of menopausal and post-menopausal. Um, but yeah, so really I use nutrition and exercise just to help women to sort of get themselves to look and feel better, really. Um, so much that you can do through nutrition. It's just, it's minefield. It's a massive, massive area. But, you know, people know that they need to eat healthily, but I don't think they always realise just the impact actually that food can have on your physical and mental well-being and certainly in terms of regulating hormones and that as well it can have a huge impact on it yeah I think you're totally right there's um we can underestimate can't we um the power of exactly what we're choosing to eat and the effect that it's having on us that's um definitely a lesson that I've learned um and also I think um it's difficult like you say people do want to eat healthily um, but it's almost like a whole process of re-educating yourself because there's so much yeah, information out there, isn't there? And a lot of it is conflicting or um, faddy, you know, and you're never quite sure, you know, what to trust. I mean, that that's one of the things. It Actually, to be honest, it scares me a little bit because, you know, um, so many people that come to me, saying I was doing this diet I was doing that diet or they're doing the latest fad you know something like that bulletproof coffee that everybody was going on about you know we have black coffee and butter and coconut oil in it it's like no what are you doing and you know people you know they see everybody doing it and they think yes I'm going to do that as well and it's just so bad for you and you know that's one of the key things when I'm working with my ladies is that um we we work out a plan that is sustainable in the long term so it's not a diet I hate the word diet I mean diet yes it encompasses what we eat but I never set people on a diet plan as such it's a nutritional program which is long term and sustainable so they'll achieve their goals but once they've got there they can continue to manage their eating happily afterwards where you know otherwise people do some sort of fad diet and then they you know maybe they want to lose weight they'll lose the weight and then as soon as they come off it they're lost they don't want to do and the weight rebounds right the way back up again so it's got to be long-term sustainable and all of the stuff that's on the internet as you say it's so conflicting 
that, you know, it does, it worries me a little bit because people are buying into it and they're taking it as gospel that, yes, that's what they should be doing. When it's very, very individualised, we're all unique. So, you know, you can't possibly look on something on the internet that everybody else is doing and think that it's going to work for you because nine times out of ten it actually doesn't. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, it has to work <clears throat> for you in order for it to be long-term term and sustainable, doesn't it? That's the yeah, thing. It has to exactly. fit in with your lifestyle. You can't kind of um, try and pigeonhole yourself into these very sort of prescriptive um, and restrictive mm. um, yeah, ideas um, because it's not, it's not realistic, is it? No, well, that's it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You've hit the nail on the head. A lot of them aren't realistic, actually. You know, people look at something and see results that somebody else has achieved, but, you know, and they think, yes, I can do that. And then they're, you know, when they get to the end of their eight weeks or whatever, and they don't look anything like that other person, and they just get deflated. And then they think, right, okay, well, I'd better go back onto the internet, see what other diet I can find. You know, it's just, it's a vicious circle. Yeah, it's not it's not good for you mentally when you're doing that either, because it kind of every time you do something like that, it just breaks you down a little bit further. Yeah, it's kind of implying that there's something wrong with you, isn't there? Yeah, well, that's well, that's it exactly. And you know, and it might be that you've got something underlying that's going on. I know you know, going to talk a bit about supplements today, but you know, it it could be that you're a little bit deficient in something, which is sort of like maybe causing you a problem you know you might have something going on with your thyroid you know low level that you don't understand about and it's it's all these little things which you know unless you personalize something then it's very difficult sometimes to actually get the results from a lot of these diet plans yeah so tell us a bit about um about that kind of process of how you work with someone and how do you figure out what they might need specifically like and personally I mean, um, initially, before um, before anybody works with me, um, I get them to fill out quite an in-depth questionnaire. So it goes through um, all of their health problems, digestive problems, you know, medical problems, all of that sort of stuff. And and there's quite a lot on symptom analysis in, in, in there as well. So, you know, looking at whether it might be that somebody's got, you know, dry skin or they bruise easily. There's, you know, all sorts of different things. We'll go through all of that. Um and generally, sort of from that, then, you know, I, I go on to do a 60-minute consultation with my client. And then after that, um, having a good chat with them, I can pretty much determine what they need. Nine times out of ten, we can actually sort it out by just correcting their diet. But sometimes, you know, they might need to take a supplement just to sort of offset, depending on, you know, what level I think that they're at. I don't do blood tests, Um you know, I mean, I leave that sort of thing to the GPs and that I don't really want to go down that route. You know, if somebody's feeling really, really awful, then I might suggest that they go and get some blood tests. But, you mm-hmm. know, quite often, if it's just sort of like, a, you know, a low grade problem, they might be slightly deficient in something. Then it's actually it's easy enough to rectify it actually by making changes to your diet. Yeah. What would be the main changes that you generally recommend to people to their diets? particularly the diet well it's you know I mean it's generally sort of healthy eating actually really and it's getting a good balance um you know people tend to be sort of like all or nothing they sort of say right okay you know I need to change my eating habits and they go at it 100 percent and they stay for it with it for a short amount of time and they revert back so 
first thing, you know, I will say to people, 80-20 rule, so 80% of the time, eat a good, clean, unprocessed diet, and then 20% of the time, relax it a little bit. You've got to have a life. You've got to enjoy yeah. yourself. But, you know, one of the main things that I work on with my clients is um, gut health. That's a huge, huge area. Um, you know, people don't realize actually how much your gut does other than just digesting food. I mean, 70% of your immune system is located in your gut. So if your gut's not functioning properly, that knocks the whole of your immune system out of whack. And one of the main um, hormones that's responsible for mood regulation called serotonin, 95% of that is produced in your gut. So especially when I'm working with ladies who've got mood swings, you know, menopausal symptoms and that, you know, making sure that they're getting enough serotonin production. It's really, really key. So again, that's making sure the gut's functioning properly. So I um, I always tell my clients to have two tablespoons of full fat Greek yogurt daily. I would actually I would actually say that to anybody, whether it, whether they're male, female, whether they're in their 20s, whether they're in their 80s, two tablespoons of full fat Greek probiotic yogurt. So the probiotics are the bacteria that are actually in the gut. Yeah. So by putting the probiotic yogurt in, we're increasing the number that you've got in the gut and just increasing the health of the digestive system. And you need full fat because there's a lot of acid in the stomach. So if you don't have full fat, what generally happens is the bacteria will actually get killed as they go through the stomach. So you need the full fat. And, you know, don't worry about that too much. If you're only having two to three tablespoons a day, then, you know, that's absolutely fine. So that's one of the major things. The other things as well is, you know, it's quite an obvious one, fruit and vegetables. But eat the colours of the rainbow so you get as much variety as you can. You know, loads of different vitamins and minerals, antioxidants. And the bacteria in your gut absolutely love fibre. Obviously, fruit and vegetables are a form of fibre. So the more fibre you can get in there, better. Again, people have to be a little bit careful with that because um, some people are sensitive to certain types of fibre. So, you know, they've heard of things like the FODMAP diet, things like that. So, again, I have to sort of like work with my clients on that because, you know, for somebody, an apple might be really beneficial, but then for somebody else, an apple might cause them quite severe digestive symptoms. Again, it's trying to trying to balance that out. Um, yeah. Getting your essential fats in there is really, really key. You know, a lot of people worry about eating fats. So, yes, obviously, if it's a saturated fat, you need to be careful. So that's, you know, things like butter, cheese, um, you know, if you're eating a lot of processed foods. But we need to get the essential fats in there. So that's things like your oily fish, avocado, olives, olive oil, nuts and seeds, really, really important. And these essential fats are very inflammatory which as we get older, you tend to find that we have more inflammation in the body. So it's really, really essential to get the essential fats in there. Um, the other foods that I always get my clients to have are prebiotics. So if you've heard of prebiotics before, probiotics are the bacteria. Prebiotics, if you like, a fertilizer for the bacteria, they feed them. So you've got things like um, oats, bananas, um, things like garlic, onions, asparagus, really really good for helping the gut bacteria to actually flourish so that is something else that I always always tell clients to um, to put into their food as well um, and eating habits that's a huge one as well a lot of us you know a lot of people are stressed now sort of like running around people are eating far too quickly very very damaging for your health actually in a digestive system so you should never eat when you're stressed and on the run so if you can 
just about making a little bit of time to sit down and eat your food properly. I mean, I have to say, I don't always follow my own advice on that because I'm running around and I'm quite busy. But, you know, generally, if I know that I haven't got a good amount of time to sit down and eat my food, then I'll actually have something like a smoothie that's sort of, you know, quick and easy. And smoothies are brilliant because you can incorporate everything that I've just said into that smoothie. You know, I use use a plant-based milk normally. So you want some protein in there. So, you know, some people might put some protein powder in there, but you can put your yogurt in there as your protein, some healthy fats, so a quarter of an avocado, some carbohydrates, they put a bit of fruit into there. Um, I always put a handful of spinach. You've got to have green in there. It makes it look like <laughs> look a bit like green sludge. You can't taste it though, you know, and you're getting your greens in there. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. You know, so it's sort of like really good. You're getting excellent nutrient boost if you have something like a smoothie every day. That's a really good idea. Yeah, yeah I definitely, definitely struggle. Yeah, I struggle with the um, sitting down to, you know, and taking time to eat. That is my thing that I'm bad at. Yeah, really bad. it's really, really difficult. And it's, yeah, I mean, I, I get exactly where you're coming from because I'm the same. It's just, it's making sure that if you haven't got a lot of time, you know, you may be having something like a food suit or, you know, a smoothie or just, just something that's easy to eat, really. So that, you know, because a lot of the time we don't chew properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way that we eat um, drastically sort of affects how we absorb our food as well, which then has a knock-on effect on how we absorb our nutrients. So, you know, somebody might become deficient in something because the digestive system's not functioning properly. It might be that they're actually getting quite a good balance of foods, but if they're not chewing their food properly, which is maybe causing digestive um, symptoms and they're maybe, um, you know, they're going to the toilet more often than they should be, they're getting digestive discomfort, then that quite often means that they're not absorbing the nutrients from the food properly either. So, you know, in terms of things like the supplements and that as well, I get so many people coming to me and they're saying, well, I'm taking this, this and this. I say, well, actually, you know, it's just money down the drain, basically, because I don't think that your body's actually absorbing them. Right. So, you know, it's a lot of people waste money with things like that. And, and also people get to a certain age and they think, oh, gosh, I'd better start taking a multivitamin or mineral. And again, you know, it's it's wasted money. If you're eating a good, healthy, balanced diet, generally you shouldn't need to be taking loads of different supplements. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some things that are valuable as we get older. Yeah. But um, it's, you know, a lot of them are a waste of money. And, you know, it just drives me nuts because people go into places like Holland and Barrett where, you know, it's sort of like, oh, well, buy one, get one for a penny. Well, I'm sorry if they can do that then. You know, the the supplements are way overpriced to start with. But, you know, also what's the quality of them? Yeah. Quality is key. You know, every time I would go for something that was a little bit more expensive to make sure that you're getting good quality, because otherwise a lot of these supplements have got loads of fillers in them, you know, silicon dioxide, all sorts of stuff that we don't actually need. You know, you want something that is just in its purest form. Yeah. It's, you know, you're getting from your diet generally. That's really interesting because I'm terrible. I go to Holland and Barrett <laughs> and get the. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. So this is really, really interesting and useful, and that's why I wanted to find out more about this stuff because it's hard to figure it out by yourself, isn't it? And yeah, you can only like if you walk into Holland and Barrett, um, it's so confusing. There's so much stuff in there, isn't there? It's just like yeah. um, overwhelming. 
Yeah. I mean, I've, I've kind of decided what I um, what I take based around uh, the reading that I've done. So I've kind yeah. of really done a lot of reading around it. But I'm interested to hear what what. Uh, you, so most of them you reckon are kind of not worth it anyway, because if you're as long as your diet is varied and balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Then you should be getting everything that you need from your diet, really. Yeah. Are there, so what would you recommend um, maybe adding in? Well, I mean, as we get older, um, one of the things that I take every day is collagen powder. Collagen's not something that anybody would think about. You know, people think of supplements and think, oh, well, I might need some iron or some vitamin C or something like that. But collagen is actually the most abundant protein in the body. And um, it's the building blocks for everything from sort of like muscles, bones, tendons and ligaments right the way through to our blood vessels, our teeth, our eyes. So if you think of collagen as sort of like glue that holds a lot of these things together, and, you know, as we get older, we produce less of it and it's at a lower quality, which is why things start to sag a little bit. You know, your skin doesn't feel quite as tight. We sort of like start to get wrinkles. Um, and, you know, it's very much affected by our lifestyle and that as well. So, you know, if you eat a lot of sugar and um, if you're out in the sun quite a lot, if you smoke, that also damages the collagen. So you can get... Um, collagen from some of the food that you eat if you're eating sort of like quite a lot of protein because collagen is basically made up from amino acids and collagen um, is made from two of the amino acids proline and glycine so you need to get enough protein in your diet but you also need to get enough vitamin c in there because vitamin c is needed for the production of collagen so plenty of fruit and vegetables so you can get it to a certain extent from your diet um, you know, things like bone broth. So if you have had, you know, roast chicken for lunch or something, boil the bones and the um, gelatin is actually the cooked form of collagen. So, you know, when you actually get the stock and it solidifies, that's basically the gelatin. But, um, you know, what unless about, you're having something about, like that. What about if you're a vegetarian? So vegetarian, it's a little bit more difficult. So you can actually get a vegetarian collagen supplement, but it's, it is quite difficult to get enough collagen from your diet when you're a vegetarian. Yeah, I take. Um, I don't know if this is um, if this is similar, but I take something called glycosamine. Is that glycosamine, which is like um, to do with joint health? Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a different, different thing. Yeah, it's a different yeah. thing for the, for the collagen. It's basically a powder, mm-hmm. and you can add it into anything. So you know, you can you can even put it into cups of tea, and that. To be quite honest, you can't actually taste it. Um, and it's a powder, which is really good. Um, the other way, if you're vegetarian, that you can get a bit more into your system is in the um, the cooked form gelatin, things like jelly. Mm. So you can get a little bit more into your system there. But then, obviously, you know, if you looking at jellies you've generally got other things in there like sugar and sweeteners and stuff so it's trying to find that balance but um again it's it's looking for sort of like a really high quality supplement it's it's not massively expensive but I definitely think that it's worth taking because it just you know since I started taking it it's improved my hair my skin my nails it's you know it's it's not something that everybody has to take it's a personal preference but I think especially for people who are quite active mm-hmm. you know because it's protecting your tendons and your ligaments and that as well it's actually it's quite quite an important one to take certainly as you get older yeah so would that be the only one that you'd suggest um the other one is vitamin d 
Mm-hmm. So you probably have heard loads about vitamin D sort of in respect to COVID. So um, vitamin D, we basically get it from sunlight. You can get it from food and um, from things like oily fish, um, egg yolks and fortified foods. But generally, we get it from sunlight on our skin. So, um, you know, in the winter, in fact, it's the only supplement really that I say to my clients that, you know, they should probably take in the winter regardless of their health status, regardless of how old they are, because generally we do not get enough in the winter. You know, I mean, I'm I'm outside quite a lot because I'm, I'm training my clients outside. I'm walking the dog, but it's cold at the minute. So I've always got a hat on, you know, so how much of my face is actually getting the sun, how much of my body is getting the sun? Well, not very much of it, really. So it is quite easy to become deficient in vitamin D. The vitamin D, it's got two main functions. I mean, it's, it's, it's got a lot of different functions, to be honest, even from things like cancer prevention. But um, the two main functions are the absorption of calcium, which is very important as we get older, obviously, for our bones. Um, but it's also very important for our immune system. So vitamin D actually enhances the function of our immune cells, which, you know, as I've said before, sort of like they're in the gut. So it's very, very important for our immune system, which is why they're going on at the minute with COVID that sort of like people should be taking um, vitamin D. But it also um, helps increase the diversity of our gut bacteria, Mm -hmm. which, as I said, sort of like earlier on, that if your gut is functioning well, your gut bacteria are healthy, then that has a knock-on effect on your immune system and lots of other areas of of your health. So vitamin D is another one that I would say that if people aren't taking it, I would suggest that you you do actually consider taking that one. Yeah. And a lot of the sort of like supplements that you get vitamin D and, you know, you get a lot of fish oil supplements that have got vitamin D. And again, fish oil, one of the best things that you can do for your joints, you know, I think everybody's grandmother used to take cod liver oil and they took it for a reason because it's actually really, really good for the joints and generally good for reducing inflammation in the body. So, you know, whatever takes your fancy, really, whether you like to take a teaspoon of cod liver oil that's got vitamin D in it, or whether you actually want to take a supplement, then, you know, it's just like you can get it from food, from eating oily fish and eggs, but this time of year, it's particularly beneficial to actually take a supplement. I I take a vitamin D supplement at this time of year. Yeah, I take cod liver oil tablets with vitamin D in. Yeah, Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Because it doesn't the cod liver oil have the omega as well that you need? Yes, yeah, it does. Yes, the omega threes are you know brilliant. They're cardioprotective. They're good for your joints. You know, they're good for reducing inflammation in the body. So omega threes really key. So yeah. you know, for the people who um, you know are vegetarian, maybe aren't eating fish. You know, you can get vegetarian sources of it. So again, I would, I would definitely you know consider putting that into your diet. Yeah. And so not you you wouldn't recommend that someone takes vitamin C as a regular thing? No, you don't need to. Vitamin C is one of those things that, you know, again, if you're eating a balanced diet, if you take a supplement, you're just peeing it out, basically. <laughs> you, know, your, you know, your body sort of, it's, um, if it doesn't need it, it will just excrete it, basically. So something like vitamin C. Um, I do always keep vitamin C and echinacea. Mm-hmm. in my cupboard at this time of year because um, I feel that if I'm just slightly getting a sniffle or anything, 
I straight away I'll take a gram of vitamin C with an echinacea tablet. That is a really, really good combination if you feel that a cold is coming on. It just gives you that extra bit of a boost, but certainly not something that you need to take all of the time. And right. with vitamin C, I have to be careful because there's a diuretic in that as well, actually. So, you know, if you're taking a lot of vitamin C every day, that can sort of, that can actually dehydrate your body slightly without you realizing it. So it's just, yeah, something new. It's not, not something that you really need to take on a daily basis if you're fit and healthy and you're eating a balanced diet. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I think, um, I tend to go for them when I'm just feeling a little bit under the weather. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's just that normally the, you know, the vitamin C and the echinacea just knocks anything like that on the head straight away. Yeah. And, um, how about probiotics then? How about supplements for the probiotic stuff for the that gut health? A, that is a huge, huge area. I'll warn you now I can talk for hours about probiotics. Oh, I'm interested. <laughs> no, that's good. I want to know because um, yeah. again, okay. it's something that's quite complicated and um, hard, and there's conflicting advice, isn't there? Yeah, so it is. It's a huge, huge area, and you know, you see a lot of people taking probiotics, and it can actually have a negative effect on their digestive system because it depends on your gut health status before you start taking them. So, if somebody's digestive health isn't very good, then maybe they haven't eaten a very good diet. And they have a lot of what we'd call, I hate to use the word bad, but, you know, bad bacteria in the, in the um, gut as opposed to good bacteria. And you put a supplement in of this good bacteria, it's not going to do any good. The first thing that you need to do is you need to clean up your diet a bit and just make sure that you eliminate and get rid of any of the bad bacteria in the gut. Then you need to put them in very mindfully. And again, it depends on person to person because everybody is very different. And what a lot of people tend to do is that they go and look for probiotic and think, oh, yeah, that looks good. It's got 15 different strains in it. That's really good. I'm going to use that one. But, you know, if you put 15 different strains into your digestive system and maybe you don't need them all or there's maybe something in there that's not quite right for you, you're not actually going to get the benefit from it. So, so there's two, two main ones that you need to put in them. That's the, the lactobacillus and bifidobacterium. Those are the two, two main ones, really. You know, I wouldn't suggest that you go out and buy a supplement that's got loads of different strains in it because these are the two key ones that we need. And they will help with the diversity of the rest of the gut bacteria. Um, also in line with eating a good balanced diet and plenty of variety. You know, that's one of the best things that you can do is get a variety in your diet. The other thing as well when you're looking for a probiotic supplement is that there are literally trillions of bacteria in our gut. So if you're buying a supplement and it says, you know, maybe 10 billion, it's not going to even touch it. It's not going to do anything. So you need to be putting sort of a really high strain bacteria in there. So you're looking into the trillions when you're looking for a supplement. And again, you have to go for quality. You know, you need to spend a little bit more to make sure that you're getting a really, really good um, probiotic. And the other thing as well is generally, I, you know, I, I don't like a lot of supplements which have been tampered with. But in terms of prior probiotic, you need something that is enteric coated. Right. Because I said before with the yogurt, um, you need the fat to get the probiotics through into the digestive system, through the stomach. So if they're enteric coated, it's basically it's the same sort of thing. It's going to protect the bacteria so that they get through into the gut um, undamaged. 
that's a really really key thing because otherwise you could be paying 40 quid for sort of you know a supplement that's got good quality stuff in it it's got 50 trillion bacteria in it but then they're all getting killed off in the stomach acid on the way through so that is a really really important thing to consider when you're actually taking a supplement but you know again you have to back it all up with diet yeah it's it's, it's sort of like the same with any of these supplements really um you know taking a supplement isn't going to outweigh a bad diet you know you have to you have to be eating the correct diet as well to balance it out you can't take a take a probiotic supplement and have a terrible diet because it's just it's it's just not going to have any effect you need to take the probiotic eat lots of you know fiber lots of fruit and vegetables because the bacteria love that put the probiotics in there which help the bacteria so anything you're doing with your diet needs to be constructive so that you can help those new bacteria that you're putting in to flourish yeah really really important makes so much sense that's brilliant thanks so much pip um that's really really useful and some really great practical tips there i wonder if um would you have any links to the some of the things that you've talked about um that you could share with us maybe yes absolutely what you mean in terms of the actual supplements themselves Yeah, yeah like and and you know uh, better quality ones um <laughs> yeah i mean what's um, <laughs> what, what i can do i mean i i have a i have a supplement company that i actually use called nutri i mean i don't um i have a practitioner account with them i don't actually um i don't sell their supplements but i get everything from them now actually because i know that they're good quality supplements so um yeah. i can certainly give give you the link to that and yeah you know, I'm not. I'm not sort of like trying to sell them because no. you know, <laughs> it's you know. As I say, I will. I don't get anything out of it because I don't. You know, I don't sell from them myself. I just buy from there. Because as a that's that's another thing, isn't it? That's another thing that you have to be a bit wary of, don't you? Because there's a lot of these. Um, uh, they're sort of like um, companies, aren't they, that are pushing uh, supplements? Yeah. Um, and yeah, you don't. You just don't know where the benefit of them uh it's uh, well, a marketing, it. marketing business isn't it so yeah. it can be a yeah. real so you've got that's, to sort of pick your way through this minefield of of what what is real and useful and what is yeah. just a load of marketing you know because <laughs> well, these supplement companies are popping up all over the place and you know that is the only supplement company that I would recommend to people. I've used different ones in the past, but, you know, I, I trust them. They're brilliant. They've, you know, all of their stuff is backed up by scientific research. And, mm-hmm. you know, and you can sign up for their newsletter and they send out regular newsletters with supplement updates. And, you know, they might have a newsletter that talks about vitamin D. They might have one that talks about collagen. So, you know, really, really good stuff there. And um, I have to admit, I do occasionally get stuff from Amazon. Yeah, but um, I'm qualified to do that. I can go on there and I can sort of distinguish a good supplement from a bad one. Yeah, I'll look at the ingredients. I'll look where it's made. All of that sort of stuff. But you know, generally, sort of for you know, Joe Public, I suppose, when people don't really know what they're looking at, you know, you've got to be really careful when you're buying from places like that because people will tend to go for something that's maybe got the best review. Yeah. I mean, how else could, could you know? <laughs> yeah, but it, it could actually just be because it's a little bit cheaper and they might have, you know, they might have paid loads of people to actually put reviews on there. You really actually don't know. 
you know, so I might pick something that's only got two reviews on it as opposed to something that's got, you know, 2,000 reviews on it because I've looked at the one that's got two reviews and I can see actually might be a little bit more expensive, but actually it's better quality. It's got less fillers in it and it's going to give me more benefit than, you know, than something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's why most of us go to Holland and Marriott, isn't it? Cause yeah, just, well, that's, well, that's street, it, exactly. You know, you know, you know it. And that's that's the only thing that you know, really. Yeah. But it would be good to um it would be good to have a little look at that brand that you were um you say. Yeah, exactly. The last thing that I would quickly say though, you know, with sort of regards to places like Holland and Barrett, anything like that where supplements are mass produced. I mean, obviously, generally supplements are, you know, produced in sort of like quite a large quantity. But, you know, anything like that where it is mass produced, you know, generally you need to stay away from because I'd always question the quality. You've got to think about what you're putting into your body all the time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's why we're taking them, isn't it? Because we want to yeah. be you know, it's like... Yes, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I will. Um, I'll send you the link to that. That would be As great. I say, it's not a selling punt because I don't, I, I won't get anything out of it. But if it's <laughs> going to benefit people in that they know that they've got somewhere. Yeah, just better, another option. To yes, have exactly. It's, yeah. it's certainly worth looking into, definitely. That's great. Thanks so much, Pip. It's really lovely to meet you. Yes, no, well, you too. And if you know, I'd love to come back and chat to you again because I could talk yeah. about stuff like this for hours. That would be great. Thank you so much for listening today don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes you can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends and i'd really appreciate that look forward to seeing you next week and if you need a few moments out for yourself i've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast Take care, guys. See you next time.